This video was brought to you by Asia the Amazing Outdoors. Located in Woodridge, New York, you can enjoy the amazing outdoors in the Catskills. There's camping, ATV rentals, ATV riding lessons, guided ATV tours, and much more. Give them a follow on Instagram and shoot them a DM for inquiry. Or you can email them at asianewyork at gmail.com. Yo, what is good, YouTubes? It's your boy, Ray, and this is the Everyday City Carry. Tonight, I have got a special guest. I'm talking about a master, a master, bro, of wielding and creating Hawaiian and Polynesian weapons, in my opinion. He's the only one that I met, but he's a master to me. Uh, I met him in the Hawaii Knife Meetup, and it was really cool. Uh, he couldn't stay that long, and I wanted to talk to him a little bit more, actually. So I had him as a guest on the pod. Welcome, Koa Studio. Hey, Aloha. Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, so I, was, I was really, really impressed with your stuff on Instagram that actually... When I saw you post in the Hawaii Knife Meetup group chat, I, I, I clicked because I clicked on everyone, right, to see what they're doing. And I was like, yo, this guy <laughs> makes this stuff. I got I to invite him on. And I try to really egg you on to come the next day. <laughs> well, you know, some people are shy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate the compliments. But, you know, when you're, I guess when I'm competing and I'm the only competitor, one of one. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll take the lead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like your stuff, man, because I'm very yeah. interested in that. And, uh, you know, Kelly and I, my wife and I, were just, of course, like shopping like crazy our whole, during our whole stay in Hawaii. So we saw a lot of like Cowood stuff, got really interested in, 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 you know, these types of things. And once I saw your Instagram, I was like, people are going to love this guy. This is amazing. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so um how did you get started in crafting these hawaiian and polynesian weapons yeah so uh, i grew up mostly in hawaii um i wasn't actually born in hawaii but uh my mom moved there when we were little moved back and forth and then i ended up growing up mostly there um and i ended up long story short working for uh, a carver he actually was a chainsaw carver wow uh, but he did all kinds of stuff very talented man um, and I, I helped him uh, I ended up working for him and after about I don't know maybe like four to six months of working for him doing not related to weapons just other type of craft type stuff uh, he asked me if I like work a little bit you know for him and it was for making weapons uh, so the very first weapon that I helped him make um, was called a Leo Mano. Uh, Leo Mano is this style weapon here. Oh shit! Um, so the Leo Mano means a, you, you know a lay like you go to Hawaii and you get a lay, yeah. So a Leo Mano is a lay, uh, a shark's lay. So Mano means shark. Um, so it's the first style of weapon that he that he helped me make. And it, the, when I first started making it, he would kind of draw out the designs. Um, he would rough cut it out and I would kind of just do like the sanding and, you know, boring work. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I got a little bit better and better over time. Uh, and then the first full-size weapon that I helped him make was a large Leo Mono. Um, I've, I've actually made one of those now. I've, it's been a dream of mine to make one for a long time. But it's a really big piece. Um, I, I don't have one at my house. Otherwise, I'd, I'd show you that one too. <laughs> wow. But it... it it looks like this, um, but it's like, like that long. Wow. 
um, and the center is hollow. Whoa. Uh, and so we made that for, there was a, a guy that was retiring and all the, uh, I worked for, at the time I worked at a, in Hawaii, the, the PCC Polynesian Cultural Center. Yeah. And so that was a, a gift for, I think the president was retiring at the time. So our department was making a gift and we made a, that weapon. Wow. Uh, but <laughs> that, was, that, that one was really memorable for me just because it was like the first weapon that I did almost the whole thing. Um, he helped me cut out the center section. He used his chainsaw and he cut out the center section. But then I did like everything else. Uh, well, everything up to lashing the teeth. Um, his daughters lashed in the teeth and, and finished that part off. But, um, but it was kind of the first time that he uh, felt a little bit more comfortable with me doing more of the process. And so I, I just remember that moment because I was kind of excited and terrified at the same time because it wasn't like small piece for some random person. It was yeah. the gift that our department's giving for the guy that's retiring. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, that's 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 amazing, man. That's kind of like, you know, training under some master blacksmith or something and then finally getting to create your own thing. But in, in this case, it's like wood and stuff. Um, you know, what's like the your most favorite piece that you've ever made, even if you don't have it right now? If you had to choose one, right? So like, I, what I, was it? So all the pieces I have right now, minus two of them. So three of the pieces, four of the pieces, sorry, are in my list of top favorite. Wow. Um, the list kind of rotates depending on the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'd say the piece that I... I think the piece that represents my art the most that's in that top list is this piece here. So this is a monster piece. Whoa. So I don't know if I can see closer. Whoa. So full size is about three feet long. <laughs> um, and you can kind of see, so these here, that's a, me a megalodon fossils like actual real megalodon fossils. And then this is modern bull shark teeth. And then you have uh, white and black pearl inlay on that side. And then that's mirrored on this side. Um, so the reason why this piece is usually my favorite, but always in the top, but I think it represents me the most, is... Um, where I learned and my how I started doing this was pretty much exclusively just Hawaiian materials um, using coal wood. So coal wood is a, a hardwood endemic to Hawaii. Um, guitar, you know, people that like guitars and ukuleles and stuff like that, yeah. they're, they're familiar with koa because it's used oftentimes for really expensive, fancy um, acoustic stuff. Um, but so part of the reason why it's so expensive uh, is it only grows in one place, so it's an endemic to Hawaii. Um, now, traditionally, Hawaiians would use coal wood for like outrigger canoes. Mm -hmm. So coal wood is a it's a really dense hardwood, but it splits, and so they like split it in half, and they would use the center for for canoes, the denser, uh, harder sections for canoes, and then the outer sections they would use for like weapons and uh, hand tools. Um, so like something like this would be like a traditional knife. Um, wow. So, but the reason why I, so I've stuck with koa ever since, 
it's not the only Hawaiian hardwood. There's lots of beautiful Hawaiian hardwoods, lots of beautiful woods that are used for different things. Um, I stuck with it just because, one, I like the, the culture behind I like the history behind koa. So in Hawaiian warriors, there's also a, an elite group of warriors known as koa warriors. And the name is kind of synonymous with the wood. Okay. Uh, it's the wood that they would use that they'd implement going into battle. So in, in, in traditional Hawaiian battle, um, not all soldiers would carry a weapon like this. It would mainly be like more elite soldiers uh, once they got into hand-to-hand -hand combat. Um, most of the soldiers would have stuff like clubs or slings or uh, long spears, like 14, 15-foot spears. Damn. Um, and that's what they would use. So the, the more elite troops would use like the shark tooth weapons and stuff like yeah. that because it's really meant for like up close and personal like straight combat <laughs> yeah uh so that's why i stuck with koa is i i love the history behind it i love the, the meaning it's the wood that i started with when i started working and so for me it's kind of my favorite wood um and then the other part is because i you know i grew up mostly in hawaii and i i, I trained in hawaii to, to make this stuff and then i you know i just my experiences, I kind of like having the Hawaiian influence wrapped up in the work that I do. And yeah. so that's, why I like, that's why I like this piece, is because the actual design for this piece is the uh, Makuaro, which okay. is the Aztec and Mayan weapon. Ooh. So you probably have seen it before. It has like the obsidian blades that are on the sides. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, what's that one group? There's that famous... YouTube blacksmith group. I can't think I, of their name. I can't think of the name. But you know, you know, like well, anyway, they they made one. Um, it's a pretty famous weapon. So the overall design is inspired from the Aztec and Mayan macuato. And uh, the reason why I wanted to make this piece was because my mom, on my mom's side, we have Mesoamerican genealogy that go, dates back to to Mayan. Cool. Um, and so I wanted to mix the Mayan greatsword, which is really what it is, with the Hawaiian influence. And so I have, you know, it's like a leomano, as a shark's lay, um, but with the makuaro, and then Hawaiian designs on the inlay made out of coal wood rather than, you know, a native wood of Mesoamerica. That's so amazing. Piece. So this is actually the second one I've made. Oh, man. The, the first one I made, um, I ended up, giving away on a raffle um wow what a lucky person that was well it wasn't a free raffle it was okay know, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. They, they still got a good deal on it um there's kind of a unfortunate so this one here I actually made for someone and then they, they, they kind of ditched out on me so i kept no, it that's hey you know <laughs> how long did it take you to make that one um quite a while um it, it's just you can't tell but so Megalodon teeth, the root is really thick, and so just getting it the right size and getting everything, it, it took, it probably took start to finish, I mean it took probably a month and a half, but it wasn't like a month and a half all day every day as, um, uh, you know, I'm working on other things as well. Um, so I'd say total time maybe like two and a half, three weeks to, to, to get this piece finished. The other piece I actually tested. Yeah, I think I saw a video of that. Yeah, so I tested it on a, a rack of ribs. That was <laughs> neat. That was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
I won't test this one. <laughs> Keep uh, it. <laughs> Keep it, man. Because I don't want to. I don't want to have to fix it. So I test most of my pieces, and sometimes I break them, and my wife gets mad at me. But oh, I fix them. Shit. I fix them. But. <laughs> yeah, that, I I can see how uh, the wife would be pretty mad about that. And Kelly, if I was doing anything like that, she'd be like, "What are you doing, man? Um, do you make non-weapon pieces?" Um, good question. I have, yeah, but that's kind of outside of my wheelhouse. I, I pretty much exclusively make mostly Hawaiian-style weapons, and then some other Polynesian. So I've made some Tongan. I've made a couple. Samoan. So this piece here is a mix between Hawaiian and Samoan. Wow, that's um, sick. The Samoan Nifooti. Now the, wow. the traditional Nifooti is a little bit different. Well, it's a lot different. It doesn't have shark teeth for one. It's uh, If it is made out of wood, usually you'll have teeth carved into it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also one of the only Polynesian weapons that started to introduce metal. So wow. the Nifooti, so have you seen like fire knife competitions, like where they yeah, spin? Yeah. So that's the Nifooti, um, wow. that that blade. But then usually the back end is a hook. So this is a mixed combination piece, Hawaiian, uh, Samoan. That looks so um, cool. <laughs> but non non weapons, what have I made? Non weapons. I made a cane, custom cane. Um, I did make a, an urn, but that was for a family member. Pretty much as weapons. I like weapons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're located where now? Uh, so I'm from Oahu originally, but I stay in Texas now. Um, What's better, Hawaii or Texas? Uh, you know, that I'm is not... one of my. That is one of the questions actually that I have listed here. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not picky. Um, I you know I've I have a family and uh, it just ended up better place for me to take care of my family yeah um i, I i'd say the biggest things i miss in hawaii are the waves yeah because you surf right uh yeah body bodyboard mm. um so i miss the waves but you know i'm kind of an inside person so you know the hikes are, are cool but i don't need them <laughs> <laughs> so you know just the waves and the weather and i'm good how are you an inside person when you grew up in hawaii Oh, you know, I, I don't know. I used to, I used to, I have a good friend. Uh, him and I, we go like our routine, weekend routine. Uh, you know, we go beach and then come back home and play games. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like what kind of games do you play? Like what kind of video games do you play? Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I play some games now, but I mean, I, I don't play nearly as many games as I used to. Yeah. Cause, what do you yeah. play now, though? Oh, you're probably going to, you're probably going to laugh. Uh, oh, tell me. So I, I play, so I, I, you probably know. You know the game League, League of Legends? Oh, dude. I love League of Legends, but I'm not <laughs> good at it. I'm terrible at it. Um, so I started playing League back in Season 1. Wow. Uh, but just straight up fun. Like, I didn't care about nothing. Yeah. Just, like, goofing and having fun. And I did that. And so I, I did play ranked a little bit, but uh, yeah. I think my I think right now I'm, like, gold 2 or gold 1. I don't know. You ever but, play Dota or anything like that? No. Um, I... I I kind of only have enough time in my daily schedule yeah. to like play one game. And so so I you just play League? Right now, pretty much. I just don't have time to pick up a, a new game. That's you know? amazing. And I, I don't even play League that much. I play maybe, I don't know, a couple games a week. I used so, to play, oh man, I used to smash that. I used to play like... Like all night, right? Oh, yeah. 
I have a crazy story about League, actually. So I have a buddy of mine who um, who works at a pretty big uh, company in Hollywood right now called Skydance. And they uh-huh. make movies. Uh, they make they made uh, Gemini Man, the new Terminator. Uh, they make a lot of stuff. Altered Carbon on Netflix. Like they do shows. Yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff. Okay. But this guy, um, one of the first companies that he started working for, and this this is a dude that when I knew him when he lived in Jersey when he was on the East Coast, this dude had a lot of money already. Okay. <laughs> and he tells his wife, I'm gonna quit my job. So I can start working in the gaming industry from scratch. No hookups, no nothing. Moves to the East Coast and guess which company he started working for when they were still when they were still very small. Riot Games. Riot. Yeah. So I was DJing at the time, and I guess he got to a pretty good VP of marketing or position. He was a pretty big guy. And um, he gets me a gig to DJ their after party at PAX East Boston. But what he <laughs> didn't tell me, because PAX East is a gaming convention, right? Yeah, what yeah. he didn't tell me, because um, he told me to go to the, the Riot Games booth in PAX East. So I go there. I, I, I played League, but I'm not great at it. Yeah, yeah. What he didn't tell me was I was going to be playing League of Legends in front of like 200 people. <laughs> like an esports thing. And dude, one of the Ill- best moments of me playing League of Legends was winning the game for my team. I w- and it was random. What, what is the, uh, it's called Aram, right? Like when you randomly pick the stuff, the characters. Huh? Yeah. So I got a Mumu randomly, the mummy guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of know how to use him, but not really. And I, we were down, but then I did the ultimate and I uh-huh. killed like three people and I won the game. <laughs> so, like, I really, really always remember that experience with League of Legends. I've always liked the game, but I'm just terrible at it, bro. Like, <laughs> these guys are so good now. Terrible at it. That's so funny actually, that you play that. So, I actually applied for them. Uh, you did? <laughs> yeah, that was, let's see, back in 2014, mm-hmm. um, which would have been, what, season, like, two or three? Yeah. Um. So, I, I so working at PCC, other jobs. I have just a lot of experience with events. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, you know, being the person up front, you know, the MC and stuff like that. But yeah. setting up the event, um, dealing with people, organizing, and so, uh, you know, I started playing league and and uh, their their uh, competitive scene and global events were just barely picking up at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I applied for a marketing position. Um, I might even I might even have spoke to that guy. So how their application process works, or at least it did back in the day, is you send in an app, and you may or may not get a response back. If you do, you get a phone interview. If that person likes you, you get another phone interview. If that person likes you, you potentially get another one. And then if you pass all the phone interviews, they invite you to their headquarters, and that's kind of like the last step where you meet everyone, and if they like you in person, you, you get the job. And so I, uh, I spoke to the first person, and they're like, okay, well, you don't really match what we have, but I kind of was telling them like, what I was actually interested in. And they're like, oh, well, they, you know, I'll pass you to someone over there and see if they have interest. And so I, I spoke to someone over there, and that went well. And I spoke to the next person, and that went well. And then I got an email that said, hey, we're going to invite you to the headquarters. Wow. And so I got super stoked. Yeah, so I, I just got married. And I was like, all right, so this is plan, plan A is I get a job at Riot, and we move to, to California. Yeah. 
because um, my wife was graduating soon, and, and you know we, we had to, I had to make it. You know, we had to do something. Yeah. Uh, and then like, but it was right in the middle of worlds, and so no one had time to like meet. Mm-hmm. And so like, hey, we're gonna hold off the meeting. You know, hold off you coming down. And like a month and a half later, uh, I get a final phone call. And I don't remember who it was. It was probably someone important, and I should have known who it was, which is probably why it didn't work out. <laughs> but, uh, but I get a final phone call, and then after that, I got an email, thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Damn. I was like, oh, so close, so close. So close, man. But yeah, it worked out. You know, we moved to Texas. Plan B, my brother was in Texas, and he's like, hey, man, if you don't have, if that doesn't work out, move to Texas, and, you know, there's something. You'll, you'll figure it out. And so that's what was. Plan B was Texas, and... We've been here yeah. ever since. I so what what is your main gig? Like, is it making weapons or is it other stuff? Um, so I would love to only make weapons. Um, but you know, I have a wife and four kids. And yeah, you got bills though. <laughs> you know, they like to eat. Yeah, they uh, like to eat. <laughs> so one of the things that's kind of my style. So there, there's a few different artists. Um, there's some really unbelievably talented artists that make. Hawaiian style weapons, um, but there's not many. There's not a lot of people that make them, um, and most of the weapons that you buy, like when you go online, are kind of simpler, yeah. more simple, simpler, more simple. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so my style is I really like the refined, like nice, pretty look. Yeah. Um, I still test them on stuff and make sure they work, but you know, I I kind of like the. It, but because of that. You know, it's it's more the wood's more expensive. The materials are, are harder to get. Um, you know, I don't I don't buy teeth from random people because of fishing and stuff like that. So I I slowly collect stuff from like divers, and you know, it just takes forever to get stuff. And so it's the more expensive pieces to make, and so they just don't. You know, I don't sell very many. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had my like perfect world, so you know, I have a small kind YouTube channel. Yeah. In my perfect world, that would be just big enough that it could support my art and I'd, I'd probably just like free raffle just about every piece <laughs> yeah i mean dude it could totally uh, happen you know I, 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 would, to... I, I would love to do that because a lot of the people that tend to you know really like the art are, are locals and um why is expensive and so yeah if i mean i'd love to be able to just like raffle it off and people don't have to worry about it but it, you know i can't afford to do it for free as of today yeah. So pretty it, much, it just pays for itself barely. So is can... uh, is Hawaii more expensive than Texas? Dude, Hawaii is Hawaii is so expensive that when we moved here, mm-hmm. like I would ask people like, "Hey, how do you like it?" And they're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's it's all right here, but man, it's so expensive." My wife was coming home like every day, like, "Oh, it's so cheap here." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I felt that when I was in Hawaii. Uh, the prices weren't that different from New York City. New York City is really expensive, and and it's like about the same. So we were kind of like, we were used to it, but you know, of course, like it felt better because we're in like a tropical place and not this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're they're crazy yeah. people on my train like every day. So yeah, um, it's expensive. Like the house I have now is not a big house. Um, I mean, my the first house I bought was a thousand square foot. Yeah. In Texas, um, you know, we had to move out of that because I, you know, our family grew. But um, that same house in Hawaii would be like easy nine hundred k. Wow. 
Um, and that's not even a nice house. That's like, you know, a shed with a leaking roof. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like here. My apartment is like less than 400 square feet. <laughs> it's so small. <laughs> it's small, dude. We pay like, I mean, you know, considering what New York City rent is, to be able to pay $1,000 for an, an apartment with two rooms awesome. is, is unheard of, okay? Because, not, yeah. yeah, normally here, a, a, a place like this, if, I, if, we, if we were to leave right now, right? If we were to leave tomorrow and move somewhere else, this place will be listed much higher. It'll be like 2000 It's insane. Yeah, so we're kind of holding on to it until, uh, until we are ready to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of a sad thing. Um, a lot of locals in Hawaii end up not being able to get houses because they can't you, afford it. You just rent like forever, right? Um, multi-generational houses. No, I mean, like, you know, uh, you, you end up just renting forever and never own a home. Well, the, a lot of locals, um, it's like your parents, your grandparents, all your brothers and sisters, like everyone shares like a, a house. Um, yeah. So you have a multi-generational house. It's not even like renting forever. It's just you can't afford. You, they might own that house, and so they might do renovations on it, you know, add a room, add a story. But... You know, they can't leave the house to buy a new house unless they have, you know, a bunch of people they can go in with it just because it's so expensive. Um, yeah, I feel so you just, on that. Yeah, I got housing is just ridiculous in Hawaii. Um, so anyways, that's why we left. My, my mom still stays in Hawaii. So my choices were moving with my mom, yeah. which my wife wasn't super down for, you know. <laughs> Dude, I'm actually going to freaking do that. Um, Kelly and I, our plan is, and I talked to my mom about this already, said, listen, we're going to move back in. We're, I'm going to move back in with you, right? And she's like, fine. You want to save money? That's okay. <laughs> she's like, it's okay, Anak. You know, like she's totally cool with it. So we're probably going to do that for a year and save a lot of money because we wouldn't pay rent. And then we would move in with Kelly's parents for a year. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Yeah, make make both, both uh, sides happy. And then, you know, maybe move to Hawaii or something like <laughs> that. Kelly is obsessed with Hawaii, man. She loves Hawaii so much that she's like... It, it, it is one of my goals to make it back. Um, yeah. So we would love to make it back. But, and maybe that's the path. Maybe my, my mom would love it if we move back in with her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, um, what type of knives do you like that is not one of yours? Like an actual <laughs> knife that you use? Uh, actually... Do you have anything... Or can you? Actually, yeah, I do. So I, none of them on me at the moment. Um, yeah. If you tell me what it is, like, is it a I specific have, brand okay. or? So I have. Well, I, I showed you that one custom knife. Yeah. The pictures of it. Um, I, it's in my. I can go grab it. It's in my house. But, um, like regular knives that most people use. Um, my two favorite knives. One of them isn't made anymore, so it's super expensive. I've lost it twice. Oh, if wow. I ever lose it, if I ever lose it again, I'm never buying it again because it's like three hundred bucks now. Um, but it's the uh, it's made by Kershaw, but designed by Ken Onion. Okay. And it's the uh, Spec Bump. Spec Bump. Spec Bump. So they don't All make right. it. It's not making it a long time ago. It's Hold got on, like I'm, I'm googling it right now. Oh, I see it, dude. I found it. So the, I found I, it. The black. I like the blackout. Yes, I found it right now. I'm going to show you on screen right now. This video was brought to you by A-List CBD and A-List Unlimited. Are you tired of looking through CBD products and not knowing what the heck is going on? 
What are these products even? Do you hate going to smoke shops and people there don't even know what they're selling? Come through to A-List CBD and A-List Unlimited. We actually test the products ourselves. That way we can give you an accurate description of how it works and how these products will make you feel. We carry trusted and proven brands like CBDMD and 7th Hill CBD, as well as other smaller brands that we like and trust. Give us a follow on Instagram for updates on restocks, new inventory, and sales. We also ship to all 50 states with priority shipping. Just send us a message on Instagram. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me show you right now. I gotta share it and... Uh... Okay, is it this? Yes. <laughs> so that knife, is just it's kind of a big knife yeah uh, i think it's what an inch and three quarter blade if i'm I remember trying to look at the specs they're not telling me anything about the specs of it um it's kind of a big blade um it's a good steel but it uses the speed safe yep um technology that was when they first came out with this it was like yeah, the first yeah. knife, knife that had the speed safe mm -hmm. it's open it's just super clean um but then it's it locks on the back side so it doesn't have yeah. a the thumb, you know, the, the spring lock yeah. in the front. So I like that because I've actually, on folding knives, you know, I've accidentally closed them before with that, the leaf. And so I like that it locked on the back. It's just, an, and it fits good in the hand. It's got good weight. So I love that knife, but they don't make wow. it anymore. And so if Damn. you want to go buy one, it's like every year, like every couple of years, the price on them goes up like 50 bucks because it's the same, you know, knives being moved around from hand to hand. Right, right. <laughs> Um, do you, you like fixed blades, right? Uh, I do like fixed blades. Um, I like custom fixed blades. I have a custom fixed blade right now and I want to show oh, yeah? you and see if you like it. Um, <laughs> this was given to me. I don't, I'm not a big fixed blade guy, but, uh, hold on. Let me share this on stream and, uh, so you could see this thing, right? Yeah. 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 So this is this guy right here. Um, style? Hold on, I'm gonna lower it. Okay, there, there we go. This is from a company called Oloni Knives. This is the leather oh. sheath right here, and this is this right here. This is a Tanto. Yeah. Um. It's here is the scales. Um. I don't know what it is. I think it's coconut, dude, <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know. But uh, I really like this color combination. You yeah, the contrast. Tang. Yeah, it's nice, and the guy like. Fucking sold it to me for like a hundred bucks, bro. I was like, "What?" That's a that's a beefy knife, man. <laughs> yeah, I keep it by the by Kelly's side of the bed in case we're getting robbed. <laughs> and I have another fixed blade on my side, like a more crude, like machete type one. Oh, um, but this is, you know, for her. Like, I was like, "Look, if something happens, just grab this." It's like on her side of the bed because you know we're in New York. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, hold on, let me hide this from stream here. And is there any makers or designers that you look up to? Uh, makers of, of, of knives or just in general? Like anything that we can look up right now and show the audience. We, are, we have the ability, man. Technology is on our side today and we can show people <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, it's true, true. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, because I'm into woodworking, you know, I, I, I tend to lean towards that, but sure. I do love like metalworking and, and blacksmithing. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a guy, I like his YouTube videos because he just goes through the whole process, but um, Kyle Royer. Okay, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on YouTube right now, actually. I think Kyle Royer. 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 
he makes custom knives and they're just like dude all right like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it right that. now gotta be in the thousands oh i found him bro i found i found him bro i oh damn this stuff looks sick all right we're gonna share it right now give me one second share that boom 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 so this guy right yeah <laughs> he, makes, he makes some like unbelievable so he's a oh what is it abs master smith yeah um dude he makes just unbelievable custom hey guys items. dead wow <laughs> So that's some of, so that, that was like like a super short one that he made. Check out some of his like Which older one? videos. Okay, so I'm like keep going down. Right there, the Damascus steel. This? That one, the one below it. So he does like full gold inlay. Jeez, this gotta I mean, be like fifteen grand or something. Yeah, dude, he makes right? ridiculous knives. Like they're wow. awesome. So I so I really like him for two reasons. Well three. One, obviously his, his work is beautiful. Um, two, I like artists that don't try to hide their work. Um, there's a little bit of secret sauce to what you do, but I really like the share of knowledge. And so he shows like pretty much the whole process and explains what he's doing and like why he did it the way he did it. And, and so it's amazing. Know, so I love that type of workflow, you know, where, where artists are, are happy to, you know, share that knowledge. Um, and then the third reason is notice his workshop. Mm -hmm. This guy works out of his garage. Now he's got some good tools, but so one of the things that I try to do with my art is I, I'm not against tools. I would love to have a nice drill press and lathe and all kinds of stuff. Um, I just you know those cost money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I like doing though is I like kind of keeping. It's simple so that, you know, anyone could, you don't need all kinds of fancy stuff to, to create. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can do it in your garage. And so I really like his stuff. And it's just beautiful. I'm, I, yeah, I'm a fan of the videos, actually. This is good YouTube content right here. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, makes this is videos. amazing. Um, I wonder if he good. has a guy. He probably has a guy, right? You know, uh, his, I think his brother started helping him. Yeah, because this is... So you like, look at his older videos, and it's just him, like, moving his camera around? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so there's another... Definitely talented. Holy oh, crap. Dude. What the heck? Bro. <laughs> Hold dude. On, just... uh, did he show it? What it looks oh, like? He, uh, oh, so some my Most of his builds are, like, multi-video builds. Bro, what is happening right now? Wow, oh, this I... guy is really talented. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he's. He only comes out with the video like once every like three weeks, so it's not like every day you can binge watch. But <laughs> that's pretty good for for this much, like uh, for this style of content where he's making something. You know, every three weeks is pretty good. <laughs> not not too bad. So there's another guy. Yeah, um, which guy? And this is like shorts content right here. So Blacktail Studio. Blacktail Studio. Let's look that up. He is the guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I found him already right here. Let's see, At is one point seven three mil, bro. Hey, this is so this is one of the big he dogs. Also makes awesome video. Actually, his style of videos are kind of an inspiration for what I started doing on mine. Mm -hmm. um, he 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 does. He's a woodworker. He does uh, like slab work. 
so tables, river tables, stuff like that. I love watching videos like that, by the way. Like people so he, making tables. It's fucking yeah. awesome. So he's like the last guy, and then he explains everything, like his whole process. There isn't anything he keeps, he keeps secret. Um, wow. Absolutely beautiful, gorgeous work. Uh, and his stuff is also super expensive. <laughs> yeah, like what, like $20,000 tables or something? He actually, he actually, when his clients uh, allow him to, he actually posts the prices of like the stuff like in the video. So like some of, some of the items are like anywhere from like six to, you know, 15 grand, depends on what it was and what they're doing. Um, so he's pretty open with like a lot of the process that he does, but just beautiful work. Um, I'm gonna get you here, bro. Look, paid. He said he paid uh, one thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars for this piece of wood. Oh no! So I've I've spent. I almost don't even want to. Hey, I don't even want to tell you what the most piece of wood I've gotten is. I'll just I'll just say it's more than that. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, uh, dude, we are we we want to get you to this point where you have this big like warehouse looking thing and you're just cranking out polynesian <laughs> and hawaiian you know uh weapons that's where we need to get you i mean that is the point of these podcasts because you know you never i always tell people this like everyone should have a podcast right and you should all podcast with each other and talk to each other like how we're doing now we're both having a good time just talking shooting the shit talking about stuff that we're doing because you never know who's gonna blow up right like you just okay. don't know like it could be me it could be you and yeah. this episode is going to help like either of us if one of those things happen or if both of those things happen. So, you know, it's just you're just talking about your art and what you're into. And as a creator, whether you create content in video form, pictures or what you do, which is, you know, woodworking, creating weapons, things like that or what these people are doing. It's like very easy to talk about that process with another person. You're excited about it. So, like, why not podcast about it? Yeah, yeah. Get some other people that, that do what you're doing, like talk to them. And then maybe you come up with some stuff that, you know, I mean, you do YouTube already. So you already know like how it goes. You know what I mean? I gotta, you know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not very, let's just say I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, You know, we're going to look at your uh, YouTube right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not don't I'm not gonna play audio and stuff. Don't worry about it. So, you know. Dude, it's good already. I actually um I forgot which one I watched, but like your family was in the beginning of it. And yeah, I like you guys were like on the couch. And I'm like, yo, this dude is like silly. Like I like this. You know what Some I mean? The intros. Uh, most of my videos have intros. Um <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Bro, this oh, dude, negative, negative. No, that's a bro. That is so awesome. <laughs> you don't know. You have no idea how freaking cool that is, yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna thumbs up that right now. Oh, jeez. No, but like you know, you have a personality, man, and you want that to show, you know, uh, as well as your creativity. And dude, like this is really cool stuff. You know, every, everyone's 100. Everyone who listens to this podcast is gonna start following you because they're gonna think this is really cool. <laughs> well, that would. So, you know, it's one thing that I learned working under uh, the guy that I worked with is, uh, and I, I, I'd say his name, I just don't know if he'd be comfortable with it, yeah. um, is there are 
the better you get at something, the more you, you realize how much you don't know. <laughs> uh, and so I am just, to a certain extent, always nervous when I make something, especially when I ship something out to someone. I'm like, oh, are they really going to like it? Do they, you know, when you make something, you notice every little thing that you don't like. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it's really uh, humbling when, when people respond back positively and it's like, hey, you know, this is awesome or we like it. And so it, it always, it, it's honestly 100% of the time, it's always a surprise. Um, for me, it feels like a surprise. Uh, I have a embedded fear uh, that like one day I'll show like a piece of my work to the guy that trained me and he'd be like, oh, that's junk. <laughs> he wouldn't say that because he's an unbelievably humble and, and, and very, very, very uh, good man. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, would you know, does it? Am I getting close to somewhere that he would be proud of? Um, is it? Am I representing what I'm trying to represent good enough? Um, and so I, you know, the, the more I, I grow and, and the more I challenge myself, it just it's never ending. But um, it is humbling when when people do. When, yeah, I see people subscribe or they leave comments, and so I, um, I am. It makes me happy to see that they actually enjoy seeing this stuff. Hawaiian weapons and, and Polynesian weapons are not very well known. Yeah, a ton you of know people. Where I, you know where I heard about them for the first time? Where I started seeing these uh, wooden style clubs and weapons is on this show, um, Deadliest Warrior. Uh huh. They did an episode with. Uh, yeah. You know, and then like uh, some of them, uh, like like the Maori, the Aztecs, you know, the, the Mayans and stuff, and and they did some Hawaiian Polynesian stuff too, and that's yeah. where I saw it, and I was like, man, these things are so freaking cool. You know what I mean? So they, they I really look, like that. <laughs> Wait, what's that? They almost look like fantasy. <laughs> yeah, om- yo, because look, my favorite game of of all time, I would say, right, is I'm gonna show you the cover of it right now, the very first one. Okay. Um, and, uh, we're going to look at the cover together and you're going to see, uh, a weapon in there and it looks very, I mean, it, it's close. It's very close. Let's see if I can find it right now. Okay. One second. Give me one sec. Cover. Oh, here we go. Got it. I got it, dude. I got it right here. So this is my favorite game of all time. Any of the Monster Hunter series? And like, oh, look at this blade, bro. It's made out of bones. It's got teeth sticking out of it. Uh-huh. So it's no, it's no wonder, like, I like the stuff that you make because the, the <laughs> game, my favorite game, like, has it. Look, look at this. Hold on, let me let's let's zoom in. So on you me. you might you might like this. Which let me see. Let me see. So this is probably close to a Monster Hunter style piece oh that's so sick dude. <laughs> that so, is crazy this is a gunstop gunstop war club yeah it's the design template it's a native american style mm-hmm. um, there's a, a couple of guys that i follow on instagram that that, that make these um and one of them made one with deer wow. antlers so these are these are white tail antlers wow I actually got this from my brother-in-law. So these, <laughs> these are actually from, he, he got me these. But anyway, uh, they actually did that. Usually it was made from like metal that they got mm-hmm. from somewhere, but they actually use bone occasionally as well. Um, and so, but you know, 
my art is I like to mix stuff up, and so I've got yeah. little shark teeth. That is wicked, bro. And what's that on the end there? Is that like abalone or something? Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Um, inlay. Well, actually, no, wow. this this one's not inlay. This is a uh, inset. Oh, so how, how thick is that piece? Like, it's just... Of uh, this piece itself? Yeah. No, I mean, like, the, the abalone. Oh, um, I mean, it's abalone still shell, yeah, so it's not very thick. You can kind of see see how it sticks out just a little bit. Yeah. So that's, wow. really, that's really the difference between your inlay and inset, yeah? Mm -hmm. So your inlay is... An inlay is flush, mm -hmm. and an inset protrudes. Dude, um, it's freaking cool. <laughs> The, the challenging thing between the difference between inlays versus insets is um, insets you do last. So like after everything is like ready, you put in the inset last because you don't yeah. really, because it protrudes, you don't want to detract from that. Yeah. Um, but so that piece is pretty cool. One of my favorite pieces I made was for someone as a trident. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that had an uh, inset that was made to look like a marlin. That is that beautiful. is that on your Instagram? That's on my Instagram. All right, um, we're gonna show that right now too. That's actually, really cool. the the artist that I got that from does absolutely beautiful work. Um, so I would definitely check his stuff out too. I have him posted on there. You scroll down. Oh, good. Wow, your page is awesome, dude. It's very clean. I, so I used to only post finished pieces, but there's so much time in between finished pieces that I started posting, you know, inter interval. Mm -hmm. But I still like to keep it mostly, you know, the stuff that I work on. Did I pass it? I don't think so, right? Uh, yeah, you haven't passed it yet. Not yet. Damn, this is I want to look at, like, all this. I'm sure everyone uh, that's going to be watching this is going to go to your page and be like, yeah, this guy's cool. <laughs> oh, so there's retesting, there's, there's retesting that piece. The, uh, you're Wolf Reed right here, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm still, you can't let's help. Watch, let's watch you test this thing. Let's see what happens. Oh, that was, so that was just me pushing it into it. The other yeah. video is me, I think, me swinging it. Oh, in uh, this one? That one, yeah. Oh, no, don't break it, bro. Nah, it doesn't break on this one. Oh. And that's wow. Ballistic Joe. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That could really do some damage. Oh, yeah, it went in a good inch and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, that would not feel good. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, and this is like a shot of a bunch of your stuff here. Uh, yeah, so I don't. Some of those are I don't have anymore. But at the time, those were all pieces that I had. So they have like uh, swords and stuff. Uh, yeah. So Marlin, uh, usually the swords are made out of uh, swordfish bill. Wow. Um, they, there's no real record of swords ever being used. That style of sword ever being used like in battle. It's more like ceremonial. Oh, got it. Got it. I did test a couple of them, and I did break them. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm trying to oh, find this. So one of the yeah. ones that I broke, though, I remade to be kind of like a katana. And so it actually mm -hmm. comes apart. Oh, I found like the trident, bro. Oh, yeah. I found it. Yeah, that's crazy. So I did test a little bit with that one. I stabbed it into the ballistic shell um, and, and twirled it around like Aquaman. Yo, this is Aquaman <laughs> right here. Is that Jason Momoa right now? Uh, dude, he's like six inches taller and... and uh, <laughs> 10 times better looking, but, you know. <laughs> Dude, you're, like, pretty jacked. Do you work out a lot? 
not I'm I'm just I'm I'm uh what do they call it? Uh fit? Is that good genetics or something? Athletic. Or? Athletic. There we go. Yeah. Um, but like do you actually you I know, do. Uh, I work out usually twice a week. Um twice a week and you're like that. Well I work out every day, bro. I'm I'm talking. I'm lifting weights every day, and and I I I I definitely got bigger, right? Um, I got a lot bigger from what I used to look like, uh. But I have to keep that up, or else like it doesn't. It, I'm I'm just an athletic, but I'm not big. I, I weigh anywhere. You know, it floats. Yeah, every day your weight changes yeah. a bit. So I weigh anywhere between one sixty five and one seventy. That's kind of my, my I'm like one, one fifty five right now, and I'm trying to get to one eighty five, and I'm five nine. How are you? Look, so this is uh, I posted this transformation video that like really shocked a lot of people because when I first started working out, like I was this skinny. Oh. Yeah, I was that skinny, and yeah, so you're gonna see actually um, pictures. That's from Hawaii. That's what, th- and this is uh, <laughs> now. So like I I, I was trying to. I'm trying to do this thing as well, you know, because uh, I think fitness is really important, especially as you get older. Like I'm 41, so um, it's super important to me, you know, bone density and stuff like that. But yeah, dude, I'm like, you're like, yeah, I work out twice a week. I'm like, what? I'm like, put, you know, dude, I'm like lifting heavy weight like every day <laughs> to just maintain I mean, I, what I look like. I, I, I didn't start from nothing. Yeah. So I grew up yeah. super, you know, always active doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, I played football and wrestling and stuff like that and then uh i mean i was never big in it when i was in high school i was super small in high school yeah me i was too. like one, i was like 135 same height mm. uh, so i was fast but i couldn't punch through a line <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I run until you know someone knocks me 15 yards the other way uh but and then as i got older you know i started rock climbing i did that for a, a few years that was a ton of fun I did uh, obviously bodyboarding, um, and then I started playing rugby uh, with my older brother. Yeah, I started. I didn't actually start going to the gym until like I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, I started working out last year, like literally. But that's yeah. that's how drastic the transformation could be if you do it consistently. I was trying to show people because you know I'm I've always been a skinny guy. And I wanted to look like a house, and I'm on, my, I'm on my way to looking like a house. I think I need maybe two or three more years, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, like promote that message kind of to like the EDC community because you know a lot of us are like not in great shape, you know. Like I worry about like health too, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Not like just an aesthetics thing, but like I feel really good up here, like mentally, as well as physically, since I started working out. Uh, my my biggest thing is uh, my dad was pretty healthy, so yeah. growing up, uh, I mean my 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 parents split when I was little, so I'd go back and forth. But yeah, when I was with my dad, he, he is healthy, and so you know we'd wrestle and I could do stuff, and so that's my goal with my kids. Is I you know I I don't want to be sitting on the couch out of breath because I you know walk to the kitchen. <laughs> I feel you on that, you know, and, and uh, I might have kids soon, dude. My, my wife just took out her IUD. So it's like it's oh, there. Yeah, she's like, we're going to have them. And I'm like, oh, I'm so scared. How what's it like, man? You know, how many kids do you have right now? I have four. What? <laughs> how uh, how old are they? 
uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little younger than you. I'm 30. Wait, how old am I? <laughs> I almost said 35. That's not right. I'm 30. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I think I'm, I don't want, I'm 33 or 34. I'd have to do the math <laughs> in that range. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, you're, you, you're a little bit older than me. So there's differences there, right. When it comes to like, you know, recovery and, and work on stuff like that. But yeah. so I had my kids pretty young. Um, mm-hmm. my, I, my oldest is turning eight after that. Um, my, my second oldest is six and then four and then two. So they're all like a year and a half to two years good, apart. Good ranges. Good age. So ranges, much, though. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much right. Almost back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause my wife wanted to have a whole bunch of kids all at once so that, you know, by the time she was in her thirties, yeah, mostly done. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it, I, I used to have a, I have a big family. I have five brothers, two sisters. Um, yeah. and I used to think that, yeah, I'm going to have lots of kids. And then I got married and I was like, Oh, wait a minute. This is mostly your choice. <laughs> <laughs> so after our first one, you know, every kid is just like, I'm with you. You tell <laughs> we want to go. It's good. One? It's good to have kids uh, <laughs> that are close together in age, though. It's like uh, I, I, I'm a. I'm from. My, my, I have three siblings, and we're all boys, and we're all pretty close in age. Like I'm the youngest, and I'm 41. My third oldest brother is 43, and then it jumps oh, yeah. up a little bit to 47, and then Super 49. Cool. You know, and it like really helped to have older siblings for me. You know what so I you're, mean? You're the young one. You're the spoiled yeah. one. Yeah. I, I'm on the I'm in I'm on the older side of the spectrum on my my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to see a crazy picture of like my brothers and me? I just found it right now. Look at this. <laughs> Look at me, bro. Nice. That's me on the left. So this this dude is 49. He's 47, and I'm uh well here I'm younger, but I'm 41. So yeah, I hey, mean dude. I. Yeah, it's good to have like uh, it's good to have um, siblings, man, for sure. Uh, let's let's close off the show. And do, do you? So I'm gonna show you. I I literally just Google, googled like Koa wood weapons, uh-huh. and we're gonna look at some. And you're gonna tell me if so. We're gonna play a game called Sharp or Dull. Sharp meaning they're good, or dull meaning they're bad. Is that cool? No. Oh, I, I, do you not want to do that? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, unless it's like made by like mass produced, I, I, I don't it might like, be. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't like digging into other people's work. Uh, I mean, some, some things might look be cool though, you know, and you'd be like, oh snap. You know what I mean? How about, how about, how about, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a different way of doing this. I just, I feel so bad. Well, I'm going to show you some stuff and, you know, you don't, ha- you, you don't have to badmouth it or anything. How <laughs> okay, about that? Okay. okay? We're just going to look at them and you just, we're just going to talk about them. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay you don't have to badmouth them. Um, I just literally Googled uh, Koa wood, like, like weapons. And is this, is this one of them? Uh, is this Koa? Uh, so it looks like a, a like a katana. Yes, yeah, so I don't think this is Koa, though. Um, I mean, it could be. It's not all Koa is curly, but it's kind of the green. It doesn't quite look like Koa. 
No, it doesn't. So I got I got tricked here because I googled it and I saw it and I just like put it in the list. So, so you might I my bad on that. <laughs> you might look up. Uh, so here I do ha I do ha actually have some stuff here though, like the this thing. If you Google Polynesian weapons, you'd probably find more stuff. How about this, dude? But this right here is this this good? I mean, this is a shark teeth. Sword, hand carved, solid co wood, traditional Hawaiian weapon, Oceanic card on WeebyTiki.com. So I, I'm actually, I know the guy that makes those. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, so that, that art style, uh, I, I, they make some really good stuff. Um, yeah, their art is very. Their art style is very different than my art style, um, when it comes to uh, overall design and layout. So, yeah. like on the left, if you scroll over, if I remember correctly, it's been a while on since. The left? Been, okay. On the left. Okay. Yeah. So there should be Polynesian cool. artifacts or something. Or yeah, where it has just like all of their different weapons. It oh, says, right there. Koa paddles, weapons, and clubs. Okay, let's, let's click on that. Right there. So, and then you can scroll down there, and there's more variety of different stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've wanted to make a paddle for a long time. Paddles are hard to make. I don't have the what I need to make one. Um, so, so the, this, this paddle, is it, like, actually used for rowing, or you use it to beat people up? Both. So, wow. So, uh, Hawaiians and Polynesians were cross-oceanic people. Yeah. They travel from, like thousands of miles in the ocean so traveling inter-island was nothing and ancient hawaii was a warring state all the different islands fought against each other until uh king kamehameha conquered them all and then unified all of the hawaiian islands into what became the kingdom of hawaii um but it wasn't on your oar was a common weapon like they get out of the canoe and you you turn it around and you have a very powerful striking weapon and so it was definitely used for both canoeing and fighting wow that's amazing dude these are freaking cool so if we scroll all the way down they'll probably have other stuff too right yeah they should have like Leo oh, Mono. these things these are crazy. Yeah, yeah 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 wow so those are those are those would be more like uh probably ihe or short spears mm -hmm. um so the short spear the ihe it's usually like four to six feet tall. Um, it'd be used in close-range combat. Um, they didn't really throw it, although they did have like an underhand way of throwing it. Um, long spears, uh, those are usually like 12, 14 feet long. Uh, so those are all Leomano, different styles of Leomano. So the same Leomano that I had going, going down. There's a, oh, so that fish hook, there's a kind of a more generic style fish hook. Yeah. So this is probably my favorite fish hook I've, I've made. Is this one? Wow, dude, that is crazy. That is awesome. White pearl inlay. Um, Damn. Fish hooks were not really. That's more lore. Yeah. So talk about like monster weapons. Fish hooks weren't really used in battle, but um, yeah. So his style is very. That style is just very different than mine. Um, yeah. And that's that's why I don't know if I could say like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> is he like your boy or something or? <laughs> no, I just, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen art that people have made that I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. 
but I, I, I can't. Uh, I have a. Hard you're a nice time. guy, man. I think a lot of people are gonna just understand that you're just a nice guy, and you don't want to well, do that. You know, everyone starts somewhere, yeah. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, true. And so, you know, maybe what I make is good today, but it probably sucked. You know, ten years ago when I started. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is there any other thing on your table right now that you haven't showed that we could close on? Um, or anything else? Yeah, like I something. Cool. Everything. So I just have. I can just quickly grab them all. So the Aquato, which is this monster of a piece. That's so crazy, dude. And it is monster. So insane. That is definitely from Monster Hunter. <laughs> that, that is that is a monster. Actually, the video, one of the videos that I made that in my intro is like a, a parody of Monster Hunter. Oh shit. That is awesome. I didn't even know that you know what Monster Hunter was. You know, I, 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 I you like played Monster Hunter. No, but I've seen. I know of it. Yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah, because it's basically you were a hunter and you you know harvest these parts, uh-huh. um, and then you make weapons and armor out of it. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah my, my my younger brother used to play. So that's 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 how I found out about that one. That's awesome. Um, this is the the Pahoa or wow. dagger. Um, I'm actually oh. We can end on this. Okay, cool, cool. So this is a pahoa that I'm making. It's a small pahoa. It's a oh, shark tooth pahoa. That's nice. So what's different about this pahoa is I'm, I've always wanted to make a, a, this Hawaiian-style knife that someone could, like, everyday carry. <laughs> so how, how, how do you make this so that you could just carry it on your side and cruise with it oh snap so this if you notice i actually have a lanyard lanyard there and then what i'm going to be doing so this is a sneak peek you get a sneak peek on my upcoming amazing video. uh so i'm actually going to be making a sheath out of koa oh wow so it's going to you... be a hard sheath wow and the design of it is such so I spent some thought on the design. So the design, you can't, you can kind of tell there. You see how it, it tapers like a normal knife. Yeah. But then on the top, it gets thick again. Mm-hmm. So the point, the reason why I made that taper so vast, so so that contrast so hard, is so that when I make my sheath, it will hit against that, so that the teeth never hit the bottom. Damn. Because that's one. There we go. So that's one of the yeah. concerns. Right? I didn't want the teeth to scrape against the bottom. Yes. As long as I make it so that when it slides in, it rests on that, it never touches. Wow. So my goal with this is an everyday carry Hawaiian pahoa. That's so sick, dude. You heard it here first, guys. Follow <laughs> Koa Studio on YouTube as well as Instagram. I'm going to drop the links in the description. It's a pleasure talking to you, buddy. Thank you for uh, giving the time tonight. Yeah, she did. Thank you for inviting me. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna try to like, like I said during the Hawaii knife meetup, which I didn't edit the video by the way, because the audio wasn't that good. (laughs) 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 And I didn't direct my wife to shoot enough B-roll. Like you know, it was just all static shots, and I'm like, I can't release this. (laughs) So you know, actually, it's funny because I just had um, Hawaii knifing gear on Uh last week. 
and then I have you this week. And then the week after, I'm having 2G Flicks on, which is the other guy that was with me. So it's like, right. that's how I, uh, I I make amends, you know, for not putting up the video. But yeah. thank you so much for doing this, man. If there's ever anything that you want to promote on the show, like you can totally do that. Just like hit me up on Instagram. Like the floor is open to you whenever you want. And Dude. as I said before, everyone, please follow Koa Studio and his uh, adventures into woodworking these uh, crazy crazy weapons uh this is your boy ray and koa studio and this is the everyday city carry saying peace this video is brought to you by the beautiful leather goods by andar all products are 100 full grain leather orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically you get free exchanges and a 90-day return policy. Maybe you want to pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you want to go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. And our wallets have this cool, unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out, that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.